Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. Welcome to the 590 High School Sports Show. Here's your host, powered by Texas Podcast Media, Craig Irwin, Toby Tolis, and Trent Hart. And good evening. Welcome to the 590 Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Toby Tolis, Trent Hart here in the studios at Texas Podcast Media. Well, Trent, not really physically in the studios. Um. Toby, what he wasn't here last week. No, but I'm here this week. That's what counts. He Dude, is here this. After taking one on the chin last week, he showed up. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we were worried. Like, is he going to make it? You know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. Trent, uh, Toby's a. I wasn't worried. I have plenty. I have plenty to talk about on that game, so I, I'm not worried. You're you're not worried at all. Nah, dude. We had some good, some really good games this last week. I was there like, were. I was like super stoked. Um, some of the games were were kind of upsetting, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, but there were some really, really good games that went on in Southeast Texas, and uh, you know we got obviously a lot to talk about as far as these games. Um. Trying to pull my notes up. We we had to make notes this week that way because there was so much to talk about, and I'd sent them out. But uh, we'll just start off, and, and I wanted to bring it up just for the simple fact that it was it's something said in the school history. But but Willis sets a new school record, seventy five points in a game. It previously was seventy three. Now we say that they were playing Cleveland, you know, and, and we've talked about the growth that Cleveland's had for a long time and uh how until they get some schools built and can kind of spread spread the talent out that it's going to be just absolutely impossible to uh for them to be competitive at that 6a level uh they just i mean they don't have the infrastructure for 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 where they're at you know number wise and uh 75 14 was the final the article i read i think i sent it to y'all is uh you know, Cleveland scored their 14 points in the uh, second half, late in the second half, back up, court, back up their twos and threes in for Willis. But uh, Willis is that team that we kind of been talking about. And, and Toby, you feel like that uh, they're a one-man show over there. Yeah, I, I don't don't have a whole lot of information on them. That's just what I hear. Right. And, I mean, we know how high you are on Caney Creek – or, excuse me, Conroe right now. <laughs> no, I just – feel like they were going to beat New Caney early on. So, and we're going to find out we're this week. We're going to find that out this yeah, week. Exactly. So, it's going to be interesting to see. Um other games that that went on uh Toby we'll we'll go ahead and get ours out of the way that we were at. Well, let's talk about number 2 Columbus in yeah. 3A. Well, they flexed their muscles, didn't they? Dude. So, it's two good teams. Yeah. And look who look at the Madisonville creeps into the top 10 2 weeks ago. Right, kind of holding their own. 
just dominated Livingston the week prior, That's sixty-two right. to something was the final there, and and uh, so Madisonville goes on the road to Columbus last week, big big game, one we were kind of following. You you follow that Madisonville team pretty hard uh, oh, yeah. with some kids that y'all rodeo with and such, but uh, number two, 3A Columbus, uh, yeah. Division One defeats yeah, Madisonville. Madisonville throws it around real well. You yeah. Know? So, for Columbus to win by what they won by, that shows that they they need to be in that two spot. No, it does. And, I know and, Madisonville's a good team. And it makes you think about that Columbus-Franklin matchup coming down, and we're, we're going to talk about that. Oh, absolutely. Here in the next couple of weeks, right, when we start looking at divisions and how they break down by district rounds. Yep. You know, and uh, I sent y'all a deal about Hitchcock, too. Hitchcock, that quarterback, committed to uh, Tech over there. Uh, So, uh, Columbus getting that win. Knocks Madisonville out of the top ten. I was looking at the rankings uh, today and uh, knocked them out. New Waverly, team that we didn't have picked to make the playoffs. Yeah. None of us did. None of the three of us out of that district. Well, they Uh, played with Anahuac, you know. Yeah. If you remember. That first half. Yeah. First half, it was tight. Tight game. Tight game. What was that score, Trent? Trent, you remember that score? Anyway, no, uh, no, off the top of my head, I don't. Dude, I figured, figured you had it, but I, I sent you the note. Thirteen or yeah. yeah. <laughs> so New Waverly thirteen, I think. New Waverly beats Warren forty-eight twenty-six was the final. We had Warren slipping in the, that four spot right out of that district. Right. I think we had had Newton to win the district. Newton to win it. And Anderson, Shiro two. That game's this week, yeah. Newton and Anderson Shiro. No, that was last, no, that was last week. week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Newton destroyed them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and we knew that was going to happen, right? Well, we guys? knew, yeah, we knew, we knew Newton was a far favorite out of anybody in that district. Yeah, so it's about the only pick that we got right out of any district. That ain't no lie, <laughs> yeah, dude. Got that right. You, you got to keep remi- look. We figured we were three weeks past that. What people would forget about our district picks from yeah, two weeks ago. He goes ago. and brings it up. <laughs> he brings it up. <laughs> we're we're trying to save save Trent's and face here. And uh, and, and uh, he's gonna go ahead and bring it up. But so now New Waverly's that that factor in there on making that playoffs and really shuts Warren out. Uh, at this at, point, at this probably point, yes. At this point in time, now if Warren beats uh, Coons, that's gonna that's gonna change the atmosphere, right? Right. And uh, knock Coons out of there. So now you're looking at New Waverly possibly a three four seed and Warren fighting for a four seed and Koontz is still really kind of in the driver's seat until that game gets played out of the three teams. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see out of your district, Trent Kirbyville shut Buna out 40 to nothing, just absolutely flex her muscles. Well, Kirbyville's proving to be possibly the team to beat in this district. If you look at it, I mean, despite the, the Orangeville game, which we'll get to here in a little bit when they played Anahuac this week, but Kirbyville, is I'm looking at the numbers here. They're leading in a lot of different categories, and that's including total offense for this district. Um, they're rushing the football. They're just over a thousand yards rushing uh, and almost 750 yards passing, and their heads, you know, heads and tails. Really, if you're looking at these stats, they're the ones to beat. Well, and and you know, we kind of took Kirbyville lightly. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we nobody nobody was really thinking about them. Uh, you know, they were flying. Talking about flying under the radar. Yeah. They uh, were the Wildcats were super stealth mode. Yes, they were. I mean, and we were looking at strength of schedules, kind of comparing everything to uh, Kirbyville. As you said, 
one with the stats that they've put up, but they're in the driver's seat out of that district, 2-0, and 5-1 overall record. Orangefield sitting in the two spot. Um, Tarkington, then Anahuac, East Chambers, Buna, and Harden down there. And uh, so it's kind of interesting uh, to well, see. Well, what's really, what's really interesting, and, it's, and I just went over the offensive, it's the defensive numbers. They've only allowed 42 points over uh, six games. And not only that, they're only allowing just over like 101 yards average per game of total offense. So that defense is just as good. Absolutely lights out. And, you know, the old saying is defense wins championships. Right. And, and, and a little history on Ch- Trey Allen, right? His first coaching job was right here in Colesburg. Yeah. And uh, coached under Morrison, Blake Morrison. We, we've talked about him how much, a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to die ball with Blake and then got the AD job over there at Kirbyville. So he worked his way up underneath Blake, which I, 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 one of the best defensive coaches in the state of Texas in my book. Uh, So I look at that and, and it doesn't surprise me uh, whenever you, you, you give them stats there. Now you go back and, and, and you look at in district, right who they've played and that that buna we we had a conversation off the record and we'll leave it off the record right uh about what could possibly be going on over there in buna but uh you look at kirbyville they only give up allowed 28 points against die ball right a good die ball team uh, and, and that's, I think, they're kind of their staple win, right, uh, other than beating East Chambers 36-6. to But we that was that game we were in shock in the amount of injuries, right, that East Chambers yep. we found out after the fact. Right. And then, obviously, shutting Puna out. So, uh, but they, they just, they ran through Trinity. They ran through Corgan. They shut Corgan out. Yeah, shut Corgan out. Didn't allow a point, right? And and we got Corgan the next week. Cold Spring did. And gave up. Gave up 27. 27. Against them. See how I remember them numbers, Trent? That was good. 55-27 <laughs> was the final there. So Them games I do, I can remember them scores. And I do not, for the record, Toby's – Yeah. I do not have it on the screen in here. So, but moving on to Cold Spring, Cold Spring dominated Crockett all night Friday night, yeah. Toby. Just, I think as expected, right? Just did what they wanted it, to do. It was. It, it was exactly what we expected. And then Tiger Parker, you got them stats I sent you? Yeah. Tiger Parker just absolutely showed out once again, 220-something yards rushing. Yeah, he had 225 yards on 19 carries, three touchdowns, 11.8 yards per carry. And could have had – with another couple more touches, probably could have had a few more touch, a couple more touchdowns in there. KJ Harden, ninety-two yards, thirteen carries, two touchdowns. Um, Cookie McGowan, twenty-three yards on five carries. I bring Cookie up, and and he's not that premier running back. He's a he's a good kid, good athlete. Toby, your boys have been playing baseball with him since they were in T-ball, right? right. And uh, just he's not a kid. He doesn't say a whole bunch. He just gets out there and plays. I remember in baseball, man, it was like 
he'd get up there and hit and just boom next thing you know there was one gone you know he just that type of kid yeah he runs so low to the ground in our offense that a lot of times you know he'll block 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 and they'll give it to him yeah and uh you know runs hard and and fights hard for every yard he gets. I mean, it's it's a it's not a get hit and go down. He's 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 not going down without without a fight. That's right. David Rowe was three for six, uh, passing for forty nine yards, and Luke Monroe had two catches for forty six yards, and then there was a two point conversion in there as well um, that he met up with Kane Daigle. Yeah. On the two point conversion in that play, that particular series, I thought. KJ had went out at the one. Right. I couldn't see. I never seen it was on the near sideline, and you know how our press box is. Yeah, you, you can't, can't see. see down that corner from where you're at. So I was I was thinking he went out at the one and I was looking at the far line judge. Right. And and I was like, man, uh, so here we go. And I'm setting it up as, you know, we're first and goal from the one, ought to be able to punch it in. Next thing you know, it's a pass play and then wasn't even looking at the scoreboard because I never seen. Normally, you get both line judges that signal, Throw right? Their hands up. So I never seen it, and I was like, "Son, that's you know." I thought we were in there, and we weren't, and or we were. I didn't think we were in there, and we were. So I missed updating the scores altogether on on uh, the app. But uh, Kane Daigle catches one on a nice little play action, and and David Roll rolls out to his right and dumps it off to Daigle. Uh, in the flat there in the end zone all alone and uh, was able to get that two-point conversion. But uh, then Cold Spring add insult to injury, get the ball to start the second half. They score at, on the first play from the second half, score, yep. turn around, onside kick it, recover it, two plays later, put it back. There was 15 seconds went off the clock in the first half and Cold Spring put two <coughs> scores up, just boom, that right. quick. Our second quarter of that game, uh, we, we let them just stay right in it. Yeah. And so the, we put a lot of emphasis on that third, that third quarter to see you know Cold Springs come out and either they were going to run away with it or they were going to have a tight game. Yeah. And uh, it it went bad for Crockett and we ran away with it in the third quarter. Talking to Coach Stanley at the end of the game, I got I was able to get down there briefly and uh, he told me he said second quarter, he's like the humidity got high, we got flat. He said we went on at halftime, we went in at the halftime. He said, and I gave him a good piece of my mind, told him what I thought and what was going to happen. And he said, we come out that third quarter and we were on fire. And he he said, what was the one thing that I've been saying that Cold Spring needs to do? Finish the games. Yep. Coach Stanley told me the same thing. He said, we got to put four full quarters together. He said, we're coming into a stretch of our schedule where you cannot make mistakes and you got to play four quarters of football if you want to win. And he's right. We got – Die ball, or excuse me, Woodville this week. Then you got Westwood at home. Then you're on the road at die ball, and it's the toughest part of the schedule. And let's not forget a Shepherd football team that's coming to the house after suffering, you know, at the end of the season. That if there's one game they're thirsty for, it's the Battle that of San Jacinto. Throw everything at it. Yeah, they're going to throw the kitchen sink at it. So, uh, Cold Spring, what was it, fifty to? 12 was the final, 50-14. trying to pull the notes up right now. Uh, uh, 50 to 10 was the yeah, final 50 there. to 10. So, then Hampshire Finette, they skimmed past Jasper, but Great yet got game. that win. Great yes. I've, I've We talked about that since we played them, you know, when they played Jasper and Silsby. Uh, 
that's going to be two good games. And uh, they got one of them underneath their belt. Got one of the two. Ranked high in the state. And uh, they're gonna be a, that's going to be a good team going down the playoffs. No, it really is. It really I, is. No matter how that district winds up and who wins that district championship, that you, uh, that's that's a good team to watch for. You know, last year we talked – it was Lumberton was that team that, that we really want. Yep. Uh, Hampshire finette's that team this year. That's right. For for me, yep. right? Me that's too. the team that I really want to want to go and, and kind of follow through the playoffs because right. uh, obviously playing them. But yet watching the growth, I can remember when Hampshire finette was nothing, yep. right? And Elmer and I were doing the games together. This is how far back it was, right? Because Christian and I did the games for about four and a half, five years together. So it was before Christian ever got in the booth, and we right. you would follow Hampshire Finette, and it's like they were going on the road, and it seemed like every time you turned around, they was playing a Wildcat team, like the the Wildcats, right? right? And they were getting a win, and I'm like, well, Hampshire Finette, that's the cat killers, yeah. you know? And and don't <laughs> don't put them on the road because they're going to beat you. Yeah. They had a better record on the road than what they did at the house. At home. And uh, it was Well, they got a Mustang team this week, so we'll yeah. see. That should be another uh, another barn burn, you would think. No, you you would think so. It's going to be interesting to see how how it all how it all plays out. And I mean, we picked that district we they could very easily they could very easily win that district. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, goodness. Yeah, when them and Shep and uh, Silsby go at it, that's that's gonna be, dude. That's like, yeah, which Silsby should win that game. I mean, October twentieth, leaning that way. Uh, well, that's a big that. that's a big date. October twentieth, yeah, that's 20th. a big date for that district for sure. I mean, they that's, took care of business against Jasper. That's a big date down here in, in Southeast Texas, all over period. the place. If yeah. you go back and you look at well, all look the at schedules, the state rankings. I mean, you're, yeah. that would be number seven. Would number one? I think yeah. one. Is number Silsby. seven, number one. Huge game. Yeah, huge game. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how, how that transpires, you know, for uh, Hampshire Fanet and super stoked that they got that win. Tarkington, let's talk about talk about Trent Sandbagging. Uh, let's talk about Toby Sandbagging us on Harden. <laughs> Trent. I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, it was, it was like Harden was a, a trash fire, and all of a sudden they, they come and play their two district games uh, super tight against uh, what – we thought was a good Anahuac team, and that's you know yet to be determined. I'm glad. He However, said that. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, glad Trent said that. <laughs> a, a Tarkington team that we weren't really high on either. Uh, I know the Prairie residents would say otherwise, but uh, you know Tarkington they they squeaked by them, and but it seems like Harden is really wanting you know they're wanting to make take a step and they want to they want to try and squeak in the playoffs just like anybody else does well it, it's I think, like i think Harden's right where i thought they were <laughs> well so here's the deal here's the deal on that right is there's a we didn't hype that game up the well, way how we did should it have. go you you gave me a rundown on how that game went so, explain to us why that score was as close as it was so my official insider yeah uh, i got to visit with him on the way home today and uh my official insider, he said that uh, the officiating was horrible. He said that that group of officials <laughs> that was at that game. Now you sound like Trent. He said that group of <laughs> officials that was at that game has something out for the for the Longhorns out there on the prairie. That I, and I quote him on that. Um, 
he said that is the worst officiating crew. He said that game should have been 21 to nothing at the half. He said there was a touchdown that got called back because one of the officials had the whistle in his mouth and took off to run with the play. And what's that running back's name? Gavin. Gavin. Yeah. 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 Had broke free, was fixing a score. And as that official was running, he every breath he took, he was blowing the whistle and blew that play dead. With no flags, no nothing, blew the play dead. Brought him back. Harden makes a stop, scores, two minutes left. They do a little pooch kick, comes back anyway, long story short. Now, did they, they get the pooch kick? Yeah, they got the pooch. So, see, Trent, they get the pooch. These are things that don't typically happen. They get the pooch <laughs> kick, and this is all due to the officials being against Tarkington. And so Harden gets the pooch kick. Now, we if you go back to about three or four episodes ago, remember, Harden doesn't have a kicker. Right. Liberty had to kick for him in the – That's right. Right? So now well, they're, they're getting pooch kicks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Now they're getting pooch so kicks. So we're just trying to make sure that everybody ends where we came from. Yeah, of what we saw. So they but get, I still got them finishing where they're going to finish at. No, district. and I, I agree with. You. I agree with. You. Yeah, and we're going to kind of talk about that district here in a little bit. But so they cover the pooch kick, and then turn around and score again to make it fourteen all at the half. Yeah. So if you'll remember going back, look at scoreboard watching, it was what twenty six twenty going in or something like that right. with just a few seconds left. And I seen a video on social media there on Facebook. How it stuff, ends. How it ends, yeah. right? And uh, it was a – Now, was, that's a fluke deal. That don't typically happen No, either. it so don't. Now, talk, it really goes both ways. Talking to the insider, said the receiver was wide open. Okay. He said he said when uh, so Johnson had, had rolled out, he took the ball to run, right, Checked up. Everybody bit on the run. He checks up, sees his receiver, and dumps it off. Oh, well, there you go. From the so view that I that. seen, it looked like he was in double coverage and it was thrown up. But uh, our official insider said no, he was wide open in the oh, okay. end zone. So because everybody bit on, on on, I believe it's Trey Johnson, right, the coming around. Your quarterback said they bit on that run and he seen it and checked up and uh, was able. He said, but what Harden did to be able to score was through the ball. Said they found a weakness in the defense in the secondary, something we talk about a lot, Toby, right. you and I do. They found a weakness there. Well, that coach being the coach in Tarkenton, yes, you would think he would know the weaknesses of his own right. team, right? So now right. he's an opposing coach. Playing. So he knows okay. yeah. he knows where their their gap is and, and right. uh you know so so the run defense for Tarkington supposed to be legit. Right. You know, uh, that run defense is. It's going to be interesting to see them in Orangefield here well, coming they're up. they're high in Anahuac. Tarkin is. Yeah. I, that, they're, but they're telling me that's, that's one that they could possibly get a win on. They could probably squeeze that because they're talking Tarkin. Somebody said Tarkin may slip in their three seed. Yeah, not four. We're talking three. Talking three seed, Trent. I'm sorry, <laughs> Trent, Trent. You must be laughing at the the problems we're having I'm, on the air here with some of the. Audio. I, I'm laughing. Yeah, I'm laughing at some of the 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 crazy audio stuff that we got going on. That's what I'm laughing. At. That's I what I you. thought I we were. You. Well, look, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the big game down there south of I-10, Orangefield, Anawag, and we got a couple good topics. We're going to talk about Tasso. We're going to talk about some of the official, officials. Not 
single officials talking about officials, period. And then a big controversial thing that happened at the Whitney game this last week. Yeah. We're going to give our thoughts on that. So uh, stay tuned. You're listening to the 5-9-N Sports Show. We'll be back right after this. Howdy, folks. Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Do you have a dream of sitting around and talking about whatever's on your mind? Well, we're here to make that a reality here at Texas Podcast Media. We here are we are here to make your dream a reality. Come in, set up in our studio. We record, we edit, we do all the work, and we upload it to all the feeds. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, we do it all. Let us be your home for your podcasting. For more information, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com. Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. And welcome back to the 590 Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Toby Tullis, Trent Hart is uh, watching junior high volleyball tonight. And, uh, you know, after after I hope he can pick volleyball better than he does football. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know. We're uh, not a big fan of him right now because uh, Trent, what Trent, he did us like. Trent, Trent did us dirty. Yeah. He did us dirty over there. Yeah. But the thing is, is it backfired on him just as much as it did us. It did. You know what I mean? And once we called him on Friday night, we're like, what What happened? What is going on here? He was kind of like us, like, uh, uh, I really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, his exact words were, <laughs> I'm going to the bar to have two or three beers. Yeah. I got to get, I yeah. got to get my bearings about me. Yeah. And, and, and that's what he did. Uh, so... Yeah. yeah, he he was uh, not real happy. Yeah. yeah. So so back to the Bullet Girl House, yeah. right? So so I throw. I uh, throw Livingston better in as a bonus. As right? a bonus game, yeah. Right. And, and uh, I went on that. You you see the picks there. Yeah. I went I went Madisonville on that one, so I got that one right. And uh, you know Madisonville won that one big, and uh, pull that. Let me pull that screen up as uh, – there it is. Right. Thought it was there. Hang on. Uh, it's going to be down here in the 4A non-districts. So, yeah, 62-14 was yep. the final there. Yep. And uh, another game that was going on in, in uh, its final – this final I don't believe is correct, uh, but 56-33, Lagr- Splendor takes a long road trip. And uh, – Gets defeated by Lagrange, and a good friend of mine grew up with my whole life. He he lives out down there in Lagrange, so he had to go check that game out. <laughs> he was texting me as I was doing the halftime show. They were midway through the first quarter. They didn't kick off till seven thirty, and uh, he was sending me updates on that game. But yeah, so Splendora, you know, got their one win early on, and I mean, yeah. 
as you, we talk about that district, and it's just, it's like, it's so hard. It's really, it's hard to pick. So I, bring that district up. I, that's what I'm working on right now. I'm uh, I'm going to pull that one up. Let's yeah, see. that's a tough district to cover. It, it really is because they're all over the place, right? Um, that whole district is. Let me do it this way. Um, it, it's hard to cover. There's not that team that just really stands out. You see what I'm saying, Sue? Yeah. So, so out of District 10, 4A Division One, you got Huffman, Little Cypress, Livingston, Lumberton, Splendor, and Viner. So you go through and you look at, at the records, right? Uh, Huffman's 0-5. Viner's the only team that has a, a, winning, a winning record. record. Yeah. Little Cypress is 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Lumberton, Livingston's 0-5. Lumberton's 2-3. and three. Splendora's 1-4. And, and Viner's 3-3. Three Huffman's 0-5. Yeah. So it's like, <clears throat> how do you how do you pick this district, right? And, and I mean, if you're going by, if you're going by just off the scores, off scoreboard watching and, and overall record right now, Viter's your your go to, right? Yeah. But we clicked on that Lumberton. It's probably Viter and then Lumberton. So Lumberton has a close then game against Hampshire Finette, St. Thomas, which it wasn't St. Thomas. It was actually St. Pius who they played. Oh, Easton Dean went down there. 35-20 game. Nacogdoches, 34-20. And then they beat Bridge City, 63-28. They beat Tatum last this last week, 44-14. So I feel like that Lumberton's probably got a couple of their guys back. Yeah, yeah. They, they, should, make, they should be in the top four. I don't know where they'll fall out there. But you got to think, as well as they did last year, they're probably not the same team as they were last year. No, they graduated. But you got to think that they're going to be in there. You got to think Viders in there. Little Cypress will probably be in there. And then you go to your fourth place team, and I mean, who do you take? Yeah, it's a coin toss uh, between Splendora, Livingston, Huffman, right? Yeah. So if I was going to go uh, pick this, I would think, man, I, you almost want to say Livingston would get in there. I mean, I saw the two. We scrimmaged Livingston, obviously, and we scrimmaged Splendora. Livingston was bigger up front than what Splendora was, it seemed like. Uh, but it's hard to say. I mean, I, early on, I would have said Livingston would make it in there. Right. But, man, they just not getting things going. It's like they just – They're just not getting things going. Can't can't gain any traction. Yeah. And, and you look at their games. What's going on, you know? Yeah. So, let's go – I mean – they lose to Bel Air Episcopal, which great school, right? Private school, 21, 44-21 was the final. Yep. They lose to Neville with the chance to come back and, and beat them late in the game. Right. And uh, 33-28 was the final. Palestine just makes short work of them, 42-7. to yep. Houston Legacy, 28-42. Uh, so, they, so they played some good teams. And they put some points up. Yeah, and, and then they Madisonville, played some good teams. I mean, Madisonville, they're going to be a – yeah, they'll be a three-round team for sure. Right. Legacy, you know, I mean, obviously probably pretty decent. Palestine's historically been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they they just played some good teams. So, they'll, I would say, still say, even though they're 0-5, they'll probably get in. So, okay, I'm writing this down, right? Mm -hmm. So, let, let's start off with – Who do I think is going to win that district? Yeah. I think Lumberton will win it. You think Lumberton's going to win it? And, and I feel the I same way. I think they'll win first play. I think second will be Vider. I think our picks are going to be equal. And then Little Cypress. Yep. And then I'd go with Livingston in the roundup. 
Now you may you may go with Splendor. No, and you know we've seen Livingston, and we've seen Splendor. We've seen Splendor in more of a game setting. Right. But when I left that Livingston scrimmage that day, I felt if we would have played Livingston, we would have got beat in a game setting. Yeah. Because they dominated the line of scrimmage. I, I, in, uh, Splendor, have, I did not feel that. I felt like Splendor hung in there because they had some onside kicks. Yep. And I they felt like a, we dominated the whole facets of that game. <laughs> I agree. Livingston, it didn't feel that way. And Huffman, I mean, uh, there's Huffman. Yeah. So I don't I – mean, I mean, we can look at that Huffman schedule, right, with who they've played. Houston Legacy, they get shut out. 41-14 against Sealsby. 34-20 against Needville. Uh, 35-7 against Navasota and 42-14 against a, a really good Columbus team. And, and frankly, uh, kind of the same setup that you just read out while ago. Yeah, uh, with Liv- Livingston. Livingston. <laughs> it's a lot of the same type of teams they played. Same results. Yeah, Livingston has a bye week this week. They'll come back next week against Huffman. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so that'll be a telltale there. No, it that's will- going to be big on who's going to get that fourth spot. Let me rephrase that. Huffman has a bye week. Uh, this week, Huffman has the bye week, not Livingston, and Livingston has. They go to Lumberton, or they get Lumberton at the very. No, end. they got a bye week as well. Hmm. They the Livingston. This is only a five-team district. That's right. Right. One, two, three, four, five, six-team district. So, so Huffman and Livingston both have bye weeks this week. So, th- they'll come back off the bye week. They'll play each other, which I think is You know what's interesting about this, Craig? If Cold Springs were to grow and go 4A, I bet you they'd go in that district. Well. And I bet you Splendor will bypass. They're, they're going to be out of that district after this year. Splendor is going to go big. I think Huffman. Huffman will go big. And Splendor will They're going to go out. But if yeah. they change out the linemen and, and Cold Springs, I could see Cold Springs and Shepard getting into that district. Well, this is Division One, not Division Two. Yeah. So that's like you're right. That's jumping a you're class. You're jumping a whole class. Yeah, you're talking about if they went, those two went four A Division Two. Right. That, that's going to throw them in that district, possibly over there with Jasper Sealsby, right, and or going up northwest. Really and truly. Yeah. If you see that. We don't want Cold Spring to go up. No, no, we want to stay. Yeah, we, we want to stay, stay right, right where, where we're, we're at. at. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, in all reality, I know our freshman group has grew by forty or fifty kids. Yes. So, what does that mean for seventh, sixth, fifth? You know, all them. You know, coming up. Right, because the area's grown around here a bunch. Yeah. What so, area, Hatton? Right. No, I agree. But and then you got people like Travis Dean, steadily building homes. Trying to get Bullfrog Environmental to come in and put construction entrances We need in. that. Y'all do? Yeah, we need that. Let's Absolutely. talk about Bullfrog Environmental. Yep. So, Bullfrog Environmental is a new company that we came up with yep. after being formerly known as Performance Silt for 16 years. Uh, we partnered up and uh, got we, we got big plans. Dude, I'm excited for y'all. Yep, we got I really big plans. Am. Yep, and so we're already seeing the growth after about three or four weeks now. Uh, so we are. Anytime you need any of your stormwater stuff, 
any of your EPA, silt fence, uh, street sweeping, safety fence, uh, anything to do with erosion control, look up Bullfrog Environmental. We'll take care of you. Find you on the webs. Find us on the website, bullfrogenvironmental.com. Got a phone number? Uh, 936-672-3744. We'll take care of your needs. 3744? Yes, sir. I got it. So, y'all reach out. Bullfrog Environmental, new to the name but not new to the business. 16-plus year service in the environmental business. And, and Toby started the performance silt from ground up. And uh, he went from That's being right. a laborer from a home builder and, and – and, to where he's at today been successful and does a great job and uh get out there and get it done y'all get several jobs knocked out in a day if y'all are able to and and uh so y'all give them a call there at bullfrog and uh they'll dang sure leap over there that's right that's right for sure we're here for you that that's for dang sure so uh y'all be sure to uh look them up if there's anything that y'all need in that aspect maybe we'll get them on as a sponsor one day that's the plan so uh we 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 look to grow with them here at Texas Podcast Media and the 590 Sports Show. But, uh, Craig, we, let's talk about New Caney. Dude, let's talk about them. So You know, you told me that Craney, sh- New, you said, if New Caney don't get it done, they're probably going to be mathematically out. Yeah. Am I right? Do you feel that way after being? I do. And and I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I read an article just today, okay. right? Uh, it was a Facebook post. There's a media outlet that covers exclusive new caney importer right and and i i'll share it with you i took some screenshots so my ex-wife her sister half sister however it worked out well i've known her boy since he was a little bitty at eight you playing select ball i'm like man that's stupid right (laughs) playing select ball at eight years old. yeah yeah right but the kids ate up with sports i mean just always has been super athletic well, he started his freshman year as a JV quarterback, and then they moved into linebacker on the varsity squad. Well, this year, last week, they moved him, or two weeks ago, they moved him to be in the play caller at quarterback. So At New Caney? At New Caney. Okay. Yeah, he, he's a junior this year. Uh, so he, is, uh, he started the majority of his freshman year at the varsity level and then last year at the varsity level, level in the linebacker position. Hunter Taylor is his name. Okay. He's a signal caller now. Uh, read the little article. Coach is real high on him. Uh, kid's a great kid, great athlete, good athlete, really good athlete, and uh, got some size to him. If you've seen his mom and, and his dad, for that matter, I mean, you'd you'd think, man, their kid can't have much size to him whatsoever but i mean he's he's big he's six foot six one probably and, and just real athletic right, right. uh got a lot of speed uh i read it I, I screenshot it actually and last week against oak ridge let me let me read just for a second because i'm almost positive that it had his stats in here and it Bear with me. Talk about him being a dual threat. Uh, this year he's thrown for 552 yards and seven touchdowns with only one interception, and he's also contributed to another 223 yards and three touchdowns on the ground is what he's done. So they're at New Caney. They lost this last week to Oak Ridge. Um, 
it was a game that we kind of op- I opened the show up uh, talking about. But we we had talked about that New Caney and that Oak Ridge game as as we were looking at that district and mm-hmm. and how how important that was crucial that game that particular game was for New Caney and uh, they they dropped the ball on it literally and here it is. Yeah, not in a real good situation. No, they're not. So they they, they opened they up district. They got Conroe coming 0-3. out next. So they should they should win Conroe. If you look at that district, we'll run it down out of. I don't district. know. Conroe was is pretty decent. District thirteen six A. They're three and two overall. So I, I think Con Conroe is going to win that game. They're one and Kentucky. two in district, right? So let let's run it down. The uh, Woodlands three and zero, which is they've dropped out of the top twenty five. Willis is three and zero. College Park, two and zero, and then you got Conroe, which is one and two. Caney Creek, one and two. They got their win over <laughs> Cleveland uh, this last week. Grand Oaks is one and two. Oak Ridge is one and one. Cleveland zero oh and two, and New Caney zero oh and three. But you, you look at New Caney's schedule. They got Conroe and Grand Oaks, then Cleveland, College Park, and Caney Creek. My point being is, is that Grand Oaks game was such a big game. They needed to win that game mm-hmm. right there to kind of put them up on that edge, right, to go into Conroe, then Grand Oaks, and Cleveland. Then you got a nail-biter, and I, I kind of had that College Park game as a loss. The Well, Creek once they get past Conroe, the, I would think they could win those last four. I don't think they're going to beat Conroe, though. I, I don't think they're going to go 0-4. So – I could see I could see them beating College Park, right? But Conroe, yeah, go at look at Conroe. Yeah, you, you've been, you're not Kate, very paying attention to them. They beat Katie Pieto. They lose to Willis. They lose to the Woodlands, and they got Oak Ridge. And that's this expected week. to yeah. lose to Willis and to lose them. Yeah, the other ones they not only won. I mean, they shut out Aldean. They put 42 on Caney Creek, which is expected. And they beat Katie Pieto 42-7. So New Caney's on. So their they're bi- doing what they're supposed to do. Nothing yeah. flashy. So New, I think they're going to beat Willis. New Caney's I mean, on their, not Willis, but New Caney. New Caney's on their bye week this week. So we'll kind of be able to tell that a lot with Conroe mm-hmm. having Oak Ridge this right. week, right? The Woodlands has Grand Oaks. Willis has Cleveland. That's going to be rough for Cleveland. Uh, College Park has Caney Creek, Conroe, Oak Ridge. Uh, then you look down – yeah, that pretty much covers the district, right? Yeah. And then New Caney is on their bye week, so yeah. that you still you look at this district, right? So you you got your locks right there, one and two, the Woodlands and Willis, and and that that Woodlands Willis game, that's going to be one to go watch, and that's on the twenty sixth of October. Yeah, so uh, that that's a game to go watch. So you got. You pretty much lock in the Woodlands. You lock in Willis. And I think Willis is going to win this district this year. Uh, Woodlands, The Woodlands will be in the two spot. So then you drop down to 3-4, right? You got Conroe, got Oak Ridge. And we talked about Oak Ridge. I got, Has the Woodlands played Willis yet? No, they play on the 26th. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think the Woodlands are going to win. Yeah, it, right here. This is. I game. think Willis only has their quarterback. That's what I'm hearing. People's telling me. Well, and it very well could be. I think they you, they got the quarterback, and that's it. But he's, and it's hard to to do stuff in the playoffs with one guy, at six eight zero. I'm 
I'm that's saying, just what they're telling me. I'm so saying it's hard for just, me to give all these bones to Willis. I'm just saying at the district level. The I Woodlands think, we know can they can toss it around. They're, they they're not an overnight success. No, they have a lot more depth. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, it's it's re, it's a reload. It's not a rebuild deal. That's right. Willis, this is their big year, right? Uh, I, I feel like this is their big year. Yep. And I think Willis, I think, you know, 26 get here pretty quick. Yeah. We'll you definitely know. be talking about that one. Yeah, most definitely. Because that's, that's one I think one way, you think one way. The week we'll of have the, to see what Trent says. The week of the 20th. Well, he may not come back after as bad as week he had last week. Well, uh, I mean, I think I'd be watching junior high volleyball too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Trent. You just misled me so bad on Buna. Hey, Trent. And you never said anything about Kirbyville, so hey. Look, he's not sorry at all. He's sitting <laughs> over there thinking this is what this sap sucker gets for not 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 showing up. <laughs> The week after, he's oh, like he's got that head buried so far right now. I can't wait for our district to play their district. That's gonna be a fun, fun podcast. Week, week. eleven. That yes. is gonna be a fun podcast week. It really and is. And if Cold Springs ends up drawing Anawak, it's going to be funner. Look, it is going hey, to be great. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. If Cold Spring was to draw Anawak, tune in that week in the first round of the playoffs. One. Yeah. You, you you want to tune into the podcast. Yeah. Well, we owe them for what they did to us in New Caney. Anyways. Yes. But two, wherever we're playing at, you're going to have to tell Miss Tullis. Wherever we're playing at. She's, I have to be on the air that yes, night. Yes. <laughs> You've got to be on the air that night. <laughs> well, we'll have a lot more family down, you know, so it's you have plenty yeah, of people to sit yeah. with. Yeah. Big E and, and, yeah. and, and Mimi yeah. will be there. I agree. You know, I because. Agree. I got to be on the air that week. What did Brian do last week? Let's talk about Brian. So Brian's one and zero in district. It's pretty exciting because they had a r- they really had a rough go. After looking at all their stuff uh, early on, you know they they got a chance to play Huntsville, and I think Huntsville was just better. Uh, Huntsville's uh, got a really good team. Matter of fact, we their strong safety over there, uh, Mr. Norman, uh, was a Cold Springs resident all the way up till his seventh grade year. Really, so. He's making some big-time plays at Strong Safety in Huntsville, that, and he lives in Point Blank still uh, and should be at Cold Springs playing for us. He played on our Little League football team. Yep. Uh, in between him, Easton Dean, uh, and uh, what's his name that went to Shepherd. If you add those three guys to what we already got, <laughs> right? It, you're, you're, you're difference in second and third round real easy. So I hate to see that. But anyways, Huntsville, back on my story, Huntsville's having a good year. Right, and we don't. We really don't give them enough credit. We no, don't we talk don't talk about them enough. Uh, but they're having. They got guys flying around the football, defense side of the ball, doing a great job. And they, when they played Brian, they they were just a little bit better. But when Brian went to Brenham uh, and played that game, uh, that was kind of a toss up. But just had lots of penalties. So, anyways, to open up district play uh, this past week, they they got the win against Temple. Uh, Temple's obviously a little down. Right, lost yeah, and you had said that yeah, way lost early a on. lot of players last yep. year, but storied program, you know, in the state of Texas. So to get that win's great. So uh, now you start saying uh, they got Coppers Cove this week. I feel like they should win that game. Uh, they should be favored to win that game. So they should be two and zero. But it all goes back to if you get in the playoffs, who you're going to get. So right, <clears throat> the way that's shaping up, if they do get in. You're either going to draw – if they get in and they go big, which most likely they will, you're either going to get Duncanville or you're going to get DeSoto. Right. So, you got which the luxury is, of drawing those two. If you go little, 
which when uh, Colleen Harker Heights plays Waco Midway, if Waco Midway wins that game and Brian gets in, they'll go little. Then you'll get Waxahachie. Now, obviously, Waxahachie's having a really good year right. as well. Uh, and that's who Duncanville, I think, has this week is Waxahachie. Uh, I think two more weeks, it'll be a showdown, and it'll be Duncanville and DeSoto. So that's going to be a massive, great yes. game to watch. You're right. talking number one and two in the state, meeting up in district. What, it's one of them games that ought to be televised. Yeah, like legit exactly. Televised. And it probably will. You, yeah. you, you'll probably be able to watch it on, on one of the, the Texan of Live or yeah. one of those type deals. But, yeah, so, I mean, Brian's just, uh, like I said, to get a district win is definitely. Definitely big for them guys. Definitely big and refreshing. Yeah, because they, uh, they they don't have out. a lot. Of, they don't have a lot of depth. They lost a lot of seniors last year, and uh, they got talent. But like I said, they're just they're not depth. They, and this they, is this is Ricky's second year there. This is second year, yeah. So he's still trying to implement a lot, right? Yep. Still trying to get get everybody to buy into his program. Yeah, last year when he came in, they, you know, his first year in, they had some good athletes as seniors. Yeah. But they had done things a different way. They had acted and ran that program a different way. Uh, so you had to go in and change, and, and it and it took some time. Yeah, they had they had some uh, some things go down last year, and it was tough. But this year they they've got some guys, they've got their attention, and they're just they're just not they don't have a lot of depth, and so they're moving guys around, uh, trying to play some guys you know both ways, different spots, yep. and and that's what you got to do. I mean, when it gets to that point, you got to put guys to try to start winning games. That's the only way you're gonna get the morale up. And you can just say, hey, you know what, we're two and three overall right now. But we're one to know in district, you know, and that's and that's where the real season right. is, right? And right. that's and as we're looking at, you got Brian, one and zero, Hewitt Midway, one and zero, Pflugerville Weiss Wolves, one and zero, and then Copper Coves. They had a bye week this last week. Yep. Hutto Hippos are zero and one, Clean Harker Heights, zero and one, and then Temple's zero and one. So, yeah, so the walk of that district is going to be Pflugerville. Right, Pflugerville is very. They're five and zero. They're they're they have played some of the big names and and play. I mean, look, they're five and zero. Right. Uh, they they should walk that district. Uh, after that, it starts. Yeah, they play. Yeah, it starts mellowing out. And we talk about this. You know, we yeah. talk about the Anahuac district. Talk about. I mean, every district has. They're one or two. You have that one, and that's what's so impressive about our Cole Springs district is there's. I mean, I'm not trying to throw Shepard. I'm not trying to throw Huntington. Any of these teams that either me or you left out of our picks. Right. But there's four in there that I'm telling you can go either way. No, and we talked about it. We could roll this thing. We could roll the dice up against the wall. Either way. We would have done just as good putting Cold Spring, Woodville, Dieball, uh, and Palestine Westwood. And would not even look silly. And put them all in a hat and drew them out. It would not even look silly. It would not. There's have nobody silly. out there that could say no way. I mean, it just is what it is. It, it really is. Yeah. And and so, you know, you sit there and you look at it and, and you think, man. So, I'm excited. Let's talk about week six games coming up. Let's do right. It. We kind of talked about a few. We're just going to run down uh, some Thursday night games. Uh, Beaumont Westbrook and Humble Atascacita. I would think Atascacita should walk that game. What do you think? I I, I agree. <laughs> Uh, Porter at Baytown Sterling. I think Porter's going to be able to pull that one out. They should. In my opinion. Glena Park, Fort Bend, Willow Ridge. Uh, I'd have to pull Galena Park's overall record up. I know that they beat Splendor, mm-hmm. and they believe they won last week. Uh, I can pull that up right here. 
because it's going to be right here at the top. Willowridge 14, Need Nederland 52. No, we're looking at Galena okay. Park right here. Texas City shut Galena Park out last week, uh, uh, 35 to zero. So had to had to get the right screen pulled up in the right way. So that's a, that's a question mark game for me, right? Mm -hmm. uh, not really sure. Kingwood coming off a loss uh, this last week to C.E. King has Beaumont United, Galena Park, North Shore, and C.E. King. Good game. Really good game. Good game. Uh, and then this is a typo. I, I'd have to punch in and see who Summer Creek has because it's not Galena Park, North Shore, right. as I'm looking on, on where I'm looking. Uh, down at the 5A, Barbers Hill, Goose Creek Memorial. Barbers uh, Hill. Barbers Hill all day. Port Arthur Memorial and Crosby. Memorial. Let's back up. Let's back up a second. You know what we didn't talk about? What? At all? Oh, PNG and Fort Bend Marshall. That was a big topic on the ride home Friday night. Yes. We're looking through, if you guys at home, we're looking through these deals as we're leaving the game in Huntington. Yeah. And we say, Fort Bend Marshall, that them being shut out, it has to be a first in probably six years. At least. At least. And so... And for PNG to only get seven, I mean, that had to be a heck of a defensive game. Dude, so. So, Marshall, if you don't know, has made long runs. Huge year after runs. Year. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> that, we should have got stats on that game. I'm, I kind of forgot about I it, I should have reached. I, I did, too. We should have we got stats on that game it, to see what that was. I should have reached out to Jeff Cameron. Yeah, uh, that's Jeff two Cam powerhouses. Yes. Huge powerhouses. Yeah, th those two will, in the playoffs will still make a splash. In, in that game, I actually I picked Fort Ben Marshall to win that game. Yeah, I right? see that while ago. You it, picked them, and I thought he got that wrong. Yeah, I did. It, and I would have, too. I would have picked them, too. Unless the, it was at PNG or something. It was at PNG, and and that's where I that's where I messed up. And because I even cracked a joke on the Bullet Girl House pregame show. I was like, man, them guys from Fort Ben Marshall are going to get a show they've never seen. They thought they'd seen it when PNG went there last year. To yeah. Fort Ben Marshall, them going too. I mean, get yeah. there early, get your seat, grab yeah. you a bucket yeah. of popcorn. If you have never been to a PNG game, you, you have, to have go. cheated yourself. Yeah, you cheat yourself. You you really have. Yeah, that's so, high school football at its finest. Yes, it really is. So, uh, Humble Kingwood Park at Laporte. Nah, I don't have a dog in that one. Really, don't know. Nederland and Dayton. It, Dayton's been kind of just. Riding the wave, you know well, what I mean. We talked about Nederland earlier, didn't we? In out of that district. No, we hadn't talked about Nederland any. No, we talked about Vider. Yeah, I talked about Vider. I hadn't yeah. talked much about Nederland in that five A level. Um, you know that game there. Uh, I may throw it in the pickums. Just throw something off there on five ninety nine Sports there on Facebook. But uh, and then what PNG, about the PNG in Texas City? You just said Texas City shut somebody out. Yeah, they shut uh, Galena Park out. Okay. So I think PNG is going to go in there riding yeah. off this high, beating them but only scoring seven points, yeah. I think they're going to be able to rock and roll. Uh, dropping down in 3A, uh, Division One. you got Crockett on the road at Cold Spring. We'll have that game for you on AM 1440, the score. Tune in radio. Uh, download the Tune in radio app. Punch in AM 1440, the score. Be able to hear the call on that game. Palestine Westwood at Dive Off. Big game. Toby, I'm going to need you to miss the Cold Spring game and go to and that And go to game. that one? Yes. I'm going to need you to go do there. I, I, I really need you need you there. <laughs> Woodville's going to be on the road at Shepard uh, this week. That game will be broadcast on SETX and uh, Southeast Texas Sports. If you haven't been to SETX.com, you're missing out. Gr great, 
website over there. It, yeah. It's a forum setting if you haven't ever been there. Great guys over there talk high school football. It's really good stuff. Newton, uh, uh, let's jump 10-4A, uh, 10-3A. Uh, Anahuac on the road at Orangefield, which is going to be, I think, is our little guy coming in? Yes. He is. He's coming in. He's like, Dad, it's about time. Come on in, Case. Come get in on the podcast. He's going to be mad you're wearing his headphones. <laughs> so, uh, but you got Anahuac and Orangefield. I'm putting this game in the pickums. You put that in the pickums. I, I would it. put that because, yeah, I might would take Orangeville. It's on the road. I might would it, take Orangeville. Why would I pay? Why would I take Anawak? Anawak having what have they, they done? They haven't given you anything. I if mean you, that that great first half they had against New Waverly, or the full game that they didn't put many points up on Harden. Right. So. I don't. Know. I, I agree with you. I don't know. I agree with you. Done changed. Don't go back and and look at. Don't go back and listen to our pickings from last week. Yeah, don't our, do that. Our, our, our district picks, Buna and Kirbyville. I mean that game's at at Kirbyville. Yeah, I mean you almost got to pick Kirbyville in that game. Well, you have to. You know, after what we've seen, you have to. And then Tarkington at East Chambers or Tarkington, Tarkington at Harden. Harden. Yeah. We need Tarkington to go one and zero in district. And I think they will. We need that I think to happen, they will. Right? And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Hear me out. What's that? They're going to put 30 up on Harden, Ooh. right? Really? Yeah. It'll be 32-0. Are they mad at them? Oh, they're going to make a statement, and then they're going to talk about how they're going to win district because they put more points up on Harden than what Anawak did. It's true. Watch what I tell you. I'm, I'm going to tell you that's, that's how yeah. that's going to play out. Okay. So in, and they do my, got some very good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we we haven't talked. We've talked a lot about Tarkenton, uh, but Michael Gavin, yeah, uh, is he very, was mad at me. He, well, he's a very. I play, I got to play golf with him not too long. ago. He come and we all played over at Liberty, and uh, very good athlete in basketball yep. and a very good athlete in football. And he has scored numerous touchdowns for Tarkenton. Yep. And we don't do a good enough job talking about some of their athletes over there. But I know that he does a very good job. Well, and, and then. It's like I told Case, your case, in, in our defense, we don't highlight a lot of athletes, period, mm-hmm. right? We we talk about the game and, and what it is. But if, if they do do something yeah. extraordinary. And if we got some stats to go yeah, off like, of and to like throw Like Tiger out, Parker, yeah. you know, 280 yards rushing, that type deal, 300 yards each game. Like, it's hard to not. Yes. It's, I mean, Tiger ought Bring to be, up your horses. T- Tiger, Tiger's ought to be – He's on up there in yards. He ought to be up there about. He's got to be in the conversation as the back, best back in the district. Most Has definitely. To be. Most definitely. He, and he's gonna. He's he should break a thousand yards. Yeah. Who's gonna stop him in our district? That's what I want to know. Die ball. Who's gonna stop him? Die ball. And I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because that I, way he could find out about that and yeah. he'll be running hard. Now. You I, know. You know. Craig said that yeah. die ball is gonna stop you. I, yeah. I, I disagree. I don't think anybody's gonna stop him. Well, here's here's my deal. I and don't think anybody's gonna stop him. If you go back and you watch film on him, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and I this is to, nothing but total props to him. Mm-hmm. All of his yards are between the tackles. Yeah. Between the tackles. Yeah. Is where his yards are, uh, and and the reason why I say die ball, is because I know what kind of size they're going to have on that defensive line mm-hmm. for the die ball. Right. And if there's one coach that knows how to defend that offense, it's Blake Morrison. 
in my opinion. I agree. I, but yeah. I, I, I think we've got something for a die ball. Hey, I hope we do. I mean, we did last year, I think, and worse to me, our offense is stronger this year than it was last year. I but agree. I think he's going to know what's coming at them, and he's still not going to be able to stop it. I agree. That's what I think. Uh, and it could very well could be. That's what I think. So, yeah, that's going to be worth talking about. But what I'm saying is, is Tiger Parker. Like, yeah. Uh, he's gonna, I've got a cousin, Danny Enlow, that was a, a basketball coach in Tarkin and Cleveland, you know, all these different places. And But he's been up at uh, Martinsdale for a while and, and retired recently. But we always, every year at Christmas, we go up and we go to the deer lease at uh, my father-in-law's place up in Grofton. Okay. And we have lots of coaches that – Descend got on, the win they, over they descend on that place for two, three days, right? And we get around the campfire and we talk, and it's just awesome, man. You get so much knowledge and hearing about people. But one of the things that he always says is, is when we talk about teams, is do you have that guy? Yeah. And to 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 come up with what he's what I'm trying to say is, is like Tiger Parker's that guy. That guy. And uh, you, when you got a guy like that on your team, and really, honestly. Uh, Luke Monroe is that guy. Yep. So we really got two of those. That guy. That guy. You know yep. what I mean? And when you got that, you can make things go round. And Tiger has showed us week after week. His junior year is has been incredible. It really has. And it has been incredible. And it's one of them years. It's it's one of those seasons, and we're, and we're halfway through it, yep. right? How do you top it your senior year, yeah. right? I've seen it year after year happen like that. Yeah. And if you're going to have a better year, especially recruiting-wise, you want a better junior year. Right. Uh, that way, when they come in and, you're, you know, who, who do you got, Coach? Let me show you. Yeah, let me show you this guy. Let me show junior. you what I got. A, I'm going to let you look at him. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm going to let you see film on him. Yep. And immediately, I, I think Tiger's got – he's got a bright future. I agree. I really do. I, I, I really do. I agree with you. Um, we, you, you, brought up, you brought up Groveton. They got that win over Alto last week. So, that's a, that's a big big win for Groveton uh, as they getting into district play. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we we didn't talk about it, but uh, Corgan hosted Hempstead for homecoming. Did uh, they get that win? Th- they got that dub. They darned. did Friday night. They well, got I think the they kind of kicked it in gear after they played us. They did. They got some confidence. Yeah. They're young. We we found that out early on it was a uh, it was a two-point game yeah, 2018 yeah, was yeah. the final but corgan pulled it out yeah. and, and i felt like and it, i think i said it to you and i know i said it on the air me and russell yeah. it was like they got there in the second half they come out it was like they finally caught their win right after the loss from the week before well craig you got to remember they scored 12 points in what the first two three games yeah total total they and put up 20-something on us. 27. 27 on us. Yep. And uh, did it against a lot of our starters. I mean, we had right. our starters in the game late. Yep. Like, let's get it straight there. We didn't pull them out. Yeah. We pulled out our inside – our defensive front we pulled out. Right. <clears throat> but it our was, secondary was the same. S- same, right. And it, they put that up, and then they put this many points up this next week. So, yeah, I mean, they're young. We knew that. Yeah. We, we knew they had a lot of freshmen and, and sophomores. Right. So – they're they're on the right track, right? right? They're they're going into district play. What about Love Lady? Love Lady. Last Love week, Lady might be hard to beat this year. Love Lady is. I mean, who out there is going to beat Love Lady? Love Lady. We beat, have not. They're in district already. Yeah, right? I know that. Gar- Garrison beat West Sabine sixty-four to nothing. Timpson over Grapeland fifty-three to nothing. Timpson's very good. Yes. Timpson has a back that's that's going to what Texas? 
Yes. I think, yeah, he's very good. Shelbyville beats Joaquin 48 nothing, and then Lovelady beats Jewett Leon 30-6. to Right. Homecoming night there in Lovelady this last week. So, um, I know you're fixing it. you got to get rolling. you got a little wife that's uh, wanting Ready dinner. to eat dinner. Yes. So, uh, Chester and Apple Springs in 1A football this week, and then Little Cypress Mauriceville. That's going to tell us a lot. They have spring legacy this week. That's about right. LCM. So, That's right. I, I'm excited for week six. Uh, some very big games uh, coming up here in week six and, and really looking forward to it, to uh, the defining games that we've talked right. about, right? The die ball Palestine Westwood game. Right. That game out of out of district nine. Fun, fun yeah. huge, and, and gonna tell us a lot about both of these football teams. Right. Both of those football teams. Not that we need to know anything more on die ball. That's uh, right. But that game right there, I, I don't feel like the Woodville Shepherd game is a factor. Nothing against uh Shepherd. But I I'm gonna say this, we didn't talk about it down in uh three A Division two, but Newton is gonna be at Anderson Shiro this week. And uh, that's going to be the top. That's the top two top teams, two out, teams out of that yeah, district. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's top two teams. Looking when forward to it. When we come back, Craig, not not this week, next week. Yeah. I want to get into that center and Carthage district. Let's talk about that next. No, time we too. will. Okay. Let's cut that. That's a very good district. No, I agree. And with we're you. not giving them any talk. I'm any telling you, that's a good district because Carthage has always ran away with that district. Right. Obviously, Carthage has won many state championships. We, well, need, we need to do research and talk about that district. Well, and, and I'm going to tell you why I don't talk a whole bunch about those guys mm-hmm. up there, and, and this is why. Uh, there's uh, there's a program out there. It's uh, NETS, right? They have some great podcasts out and uh, other stuff. The NETSN, uh, Northeast Texas Sports Network, okay? okay. Uh, Brent and all the, those guys do a really good job up there covering that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that unspoken boundary, right? They yep. have that. We we cover this down here, and, and yep. we kind of bleed in a little bit, right. but we don't bleed over, right? right? And, right. and so I try to stay mutual right. respectful because they know a lot more about that than what we right. do, and then we know more down here than what they right. do. So, But we still got to talk about it because that's good high school we football. Will. No, it is. That's it, good. Have, and that way a lot of our listeners can pay attention to it and see, especially when there's a good matchup coming up. That yes. no one really knows about. Yep. We want them to watch that. No, I agree with Scoreboard you. Scoreboard watch at and, least. And, and, and to go with that even more as we get into the playoffs and we start throwing our brackets that's out right. there. Because, yeah, absolutely. Because that's a lot of fun. That's Oh, that's a blast. That's my favorite part. That's of the high, favorite part, yeah. Yes. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that. But, man, that's going to be a wrap for us this week going into week six of Texas high school football here on the 590 Sports Show and Texas Podcast Media. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, it, Trent, Trent, we sorrows. look forward to hearing you next time. Yeah. I, Don't be afraid to come back. Look, do you think he's going to text us tomorrow? Because he's going to listen to this on his way to work. Yeah. Do you think he's going to text us? He probably will. He probably will. He'll probably be crying. But he's going to feel like we felt when he gave us the, you know, early on. What do you think, yeah. Trent? What do you think? Yeah. Oh, man. Buna. You know what he's going to oh, Here we go. You know what he's going to come back next week and say? Remember y'all ragging on me about me picking <laughs> Anawak in that sixth spot? That's right. That's, <laughs> That's right. what he's going to come back He's going to come back. I was trying to tell y'all something. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's going to be interesting. No, we 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 like Trent a lot. We just we got to give him we got to give him a hard time. And if he ain't here to defend himself, if he you ain't here, throw yeah, even, we got to we got to throw him on him really hard. So, hey, don't forget our friends over there at uh, Bullfrog Environmental. Don't forget those guys over there. We give you all their information. You can reach them at nine three six six seven two three seven four four. Construction fence, silt fence. Any of your erosion control, control needs. Yeah, Anybody they, out there, give us a call. Uh, we're really trying to take this market by storm. Uh, so they're going to be able to do that. Don't forget our good friends over there at Randy's Rubs. RandysRubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Yeah. That's going to do it for uh, the Week 5 podcast, and uh, we will see you at the game. Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Do you have a dream of sitting around and talking about whatever's on your mind? Well, we're here to make that a reality here at Texas Podcast Media. We here are we are here to make your dream a reality. Come in, set up in our studio. We record, we edit, we do all the work, and we upload it to all the feeds: Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. We do it all. Let us be your home for your podcasting. For more information, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com. Welcome back to the Five Nine N Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Toby Tullis, Trent Hart. On the line with us as well, and uh, man, we've had a lot of good stuff to talk about. Is uh, now we're in the third segment of the Five Nine N Sports Show, and uh, jumping into let's jump into Ten Five A Division Two, and, and what I want to jump into about is this week is the first week that Huntsville gets to actually have a true home game. <coughs> their their varsity football is opening up in their own stadium. At their high school. At their high school. Yeah, not Sam Houston. Yeah, so I think that's really neat for yeah, Huntsville. And, it is really and neat. Because they've played at Sam for so long. So long. I don't I don't think they've ever had their home. I, I, don't, I don't know of another. I did some research trying to find, and yeah. I haven't ever I haven't found anything. Right. Uh, I got one other website that I didn't go to that I need yeah. to, and maybe next week we can yeah, kind of. Power Stadium's been there probably since, I don't know what, 88? 91 somewhere in that range I want to say it's probably I mean it's yeah, been I at mean, least that long. I don't I've never played anywhere in Huntsville other than Bower right. Stadium. Well, I've before never, Bowers they were over off of that street. Yes. Uh, yes, right. Where they, where they do the rugby and all that at. And that's I think that's where Huntsville and that played. That's where they played and then went over to Bowers with them. Yeah. No. But if I you haven't seen you. that stadium's like really nice. I mean so what they did is they have their high school and then they got their administration building. Right. And then they got a parking lot. Behind the parking lot was what they called an auxiliary field. And they built that several years ago. Kind of like what Livingston's Kind of what Livingston had, yeah. yeah. And uh, what they did is they went ahead and, and left that same footing there and, and built stands on both sides with the home side being really big with the big press box. And not only that, behind it, they've got the baseball and softball complex. 
uh, because their high school <laughs> has always played out at the Little League field out by the airport. Yes. Uh, Huntsville has. So, so now they not only got their home football right there by their high school, which makes that cool. Uh, but now they who wants to bus back and forth and do all dude, that? Dude, it's I mean, a that pain. Just takes, yeah, I, I mean, it's nice going and playing over there at Byers. Yeah, yeah. Nothing take nothing away from Byers, but you know, I mean, that just you've been to a I'm, few I'm football ex- games over there at Byers. Yeah, I'm excited about them. That's going to be. I cool. am too. We're going to have to go catch a game over there. Yeah, and I'd imagine they'll have some kind of playoff game there. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Cold Spring first you know, round of the playoffs. Go play there. Yeah, and, yeah. Against Anawak. Okay. Anawak's got to make. has got to make the playoffs. We got to make the playoffs. Y'all haven't been targeting playoff yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, that ain't no lie. So, uh, I, I follow Coach Sutherland on uh, Twitter or X, whatever it's right. called now, and he was posting a bunch of stuff on there uh, this last week. JV, the sub varsity teams yeah. played last week there, so varsity yeah. gets to open up this week uh, against Brian Rudder uh, at home. So it's yeah. going to be it's going to be pretty neat, and uh, I'm looking forward to the to the articles coming in right. that. You know what I mean? Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, a lot of a lot of good stuff. So let's break down. Let's talk about these districts real quick, and then we'll jump into some big games. District 10, 3A. Uh, Kirbyville's in the driver's seat this week, 2-0. Orangefield's 2-0. Tarkington, 1-0. Anahuac, 1-1. East Chambers, 0-1. Buna, 0-2. Harden is 0-2 uh, out of that district with their district standings. Uh, jumping over into District 9-3A, bring this up. You got Dieball and Cold Spring sitting in the driver's seat, 2-1. Cold Spring has the better overall record. Dieball has a 4-2. Cold Spring's 4-1. Uh, then you jump down to Shepherds 1-1, Woodville 1-1, Westwood 0-1, Crockett, or excuse me, Huntington 0-1, and Crockett is 0-2. Uh, so out of District 9-3A. So we got some really good games coming up. Uh, out of that district this week, uh, Kirbyville and Anahuac. That game is in Anahuac this week uh, for yeah, the Panthers. In, in my opinion, that's uh, it's kind of a must-win for Anahuac at this point as far as if you want to somehow be in contention for a district championship, let alone get a higher seed, you've got to beat this Kirbyville team. And there really is no two ways about it. I mean, this is probably uh, – Aside from last week, that was big. That was Anahuac's biggest test, obviously, in dropping it to Orangefield. But uh, you know, facing a Kirbyville team that looks to see, looks to be like on a roll, Anahuac's got to win this game. It, it and it's almost really a must win. I mean, if Anahuac was to lose this game, then it drops them to a one and two in district, and it's well, they just got to figure out who do they want out of our district. Yeah. I mean, in all reality, I mean, you just like pick your poison. Do you want the one seed or do, do you, you want, want a the team two that's seed? That's going to throw it more, run it more, defense more. I mean, what? I mean, what do you want? Because I think the right. four teams that are coming out of there, it's not. You know, most of the time you have somewhat of advantage. You know, like man, I want so and so. We want right. the one that squeaked in there. That really has no business being in there. You're talking I mean, about and like four he's teams. Talking about yeah. I mean, you could very easily Kirbyville could draw. Let's just say Woodville gets second, and it's <laughs> like you pretty much. I mean. You're getting the same Woodville team that almost beat Franklin, right? Exactly. In 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 a playoff setting, on yeah. top of that, so, so they could go either way. But yeah, he he's right though. I mean, as far as the district championship, they're going to have to win this game. Hey, another big game out of that district: Orangefield and Tarkington this week. Tarkington, uh, from our insider, their run defense is legit. Orangefield's going to have to go to there to beat them. Right. It's going to be questionable. 
you oh, know, yeah. uh, it could be a big, be a big game, and and it's, I believe it's in Tarkington. It is. Yeah. So. And what's Tarkington's record? Tarkington overall record. Tarkington, Tarkington's four and one. Oh, look at there. With a one and zero record to Orangefield's uh, one and zero in district to Orangefield's overall three and three, two and zero in district. Okay, real quick, right. Trent, what do you think that score is going to be up from the hip? Thirty-two sixteen Orangefield. Craig, I was thinking probably twenty-one to six Orangefield. I'm twenty-eight six. You writing this down, Trent? No. <laughs> we can always go back and listen to it. We yeah, that's right. So, Buna has East Chambers. Uh, both teams winless in district. East Chambers coming off of much-needed buy out of that district. So, uh, that's going to be kind of a big game. They're fighting for – they're fighting – Fighting to get in there to battle for a four seed. Are we talking Buna? We're talking Buna East Chambers. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and, and I think East Chambers is going to pull the win out in this one. Um, let's see where this game is at. It's at Buna. That's hostile environment. Trent and I was talking about going over to Buna. That press I've never box, watched a game there. You've so I've, I've never watched a game. I've done Buna. one game in Buna, and and I had a coach's wife. I'm doing the game, and the press box is is horrible, isn't it, Trent? It's, well, I've never done one in the press box. Every time I've done a game, it's been on the visitor side. They got a little, like a little platform at the top of the uh, bleachers on the visiting side. Oh, so and you're getting the fan view. Like yes. You're getting the well, band. You're hearing everything. A, there, there is a light, uh, a wooden light pole right on the fifty, dead center. <laughs> kind of like doing so, a game oh. at Livingston. It's not ideal. Okay. So I did a game there, gosh, six years ago, seven years ago, Cold Spring Buna. And it and it got testy on the field, right? Uh, tempers kind of flaring a little bit, and uh, there was some personal foul penalties and such. And I had a coach's wife from Puna come and grab my crowd mic and start chanting into it. And, and luckily, I had the board there. I turned it down. And I grabbed the mic, and I, I didn't have a crowd mic the rest of the night. So, uh, because this was fourth quarter, but but nonetheless, it was yeah. it was uh, yeah, it was hostile territory. So. Uh, East Chambers going in to Buna. I, I'm going to have to take East Chambers in that one. Uh, just, just real quick. Yeah, I'm going to jump on the East Chamber bandwagon on that one. Harden, Harden, Harden after after putting a putting a beating on Tarkington and losing one in the final seconds. Harden's got to buy out of District Ten Three. They kind of recoup. Yeah, they can. They get ready for who after that. Moving down into District 9-3A, Cold Spring going on the road, hostile environment. Woodville Eagles going to be a tight game. I think it's going to end up being a one-score football game. I think Cold Spring's going to roll in that one. You think Cold Spring's going to roll? Uh-huh. I, I hope they do, yeah. right? I, I think because our I district think they're coached well, and I think these kids are executing at a high level right now. Keeping penalties to a minimum. Our district picks are and out the window, that, right? Uh, yeah, I think the Trojans oh, yeah. are going to roll. Yeah, I I think I feel like Cold Spring's going to win that football game. I think it's going to be a one score game. Um, you know, I, I think if Tiger Parker has a night that he's, I mean, he's been averaging. And if it ain't two, Tiger, I think somebody else is going to step up. But, I mean, I think that's what they got. Here's the deal: Tiger's been let's, averaging let's, two hundred yards offense, a game. Offense, offense, that's you're right. What about the defense? Dude, as long what as about the intensity of flying around the football? I mean, dude, that's what – it's not like – you know, it used to be, you know, hey, so-and-so linebacker. No, it's not – it's linebackers, free safeties, yeah, uh, DNs, uh, nose guards. I mean, 
It's, I mean, I'm telling you, it's all over the football field. The, and the big, they're gotten better each week. But, I mean, you can't beat a team when it's one hat, it's eight more hats coming right behind it. If they keep the ball on the ground, Cold Spring is going to annihilate them. Yeah, I feel bad for them if they try to just run it right at us. Yeah. It, it, they're Even gonna, if they try to get to the, the corners. To beat Cold Spring. we got gonna lots have, of speed. To beat Cold Spring, they're going to have to go to there. They're going to have to go there, and they're going to have to have time to throw it. Yep. And uh, – and and don't think that Cold Springs probably hadn't been really working on yeah that in I mean we, right that's what's good about the teams that we played but if you ain't you got that. nothing going on come to Woodville Texas yeah. amongst if the not, pine trees Friday night if not and I think I believe it's going to be a good game but either way I mean it it could go either way I just obviously I'm a Trojan fan if not I go to uh, if doing. you can't make the game go to TuneIn Radio app. Listen Punch to it in on the radio. AM 1440, the score. I'll have the call for you on that one all night long. So, uh, Shepherd Pirates uh, going to be on the road, going to Palestine Westwood. I think Palestine Westwood puts up as many as they want in that game. Uh, yeah. I think after coming off of a die ball loss last week. Right. I agree. What do you think that score is going to be, Trent? <sighs> I think that score is probably going to be – I want to say that uh, that they they can put up forty points against them, and I think Shepard might put up a touchdown, maybe a little bit more. So it's going to be it's going to be a blowout, I, I think. I mean, I'm talking about like forty two to forty two fourteen, forty two fourteen, something like that. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Croc- it, yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Crockett going on. Uh, Crockett, they got Huntington this week, Ooh. and that game is a. Uh, Home game for the Bulldogs, Monty Jack. And I think Crockett is going to uh, be able to improve to one and six overall in that football game. From what we've seen. From what we saw. Yeah. Yeah. If they run 11 successful, like. Dude, that's a big kid. Yeah. Yeah. They should get that win. But who knows? Huntington may put it together. Who knows? You never know. Trent, you had some big games lined out that you were talking about. Yeah, I did. And, you know, they're on my pickums on my Facebook page. If you haven't got in on my pickums, uh, you can go to Analyze Sports Live on the, on the Facebook page. But uh, I do have that Cold Spring Woodville game in there. Uh, Hampshire Finette, West Orange Stark. That's a, that is a big game for that district. Uh, Vider at Little Cypress, Mauriceville. That is, I think, a pretty good game. Yep. I think LCM takes care of that pretty, pretty handedly. Uh, Yoakum, <clears throat> I, I didn't realize that they had lost last week. Hitchcock is is traveling to Yokum this week, so they both of those teams were ranked, uh, but Yokum dropped out this week, so that's uh, not as not as you know high profile as I thought it was going to be. Right. Um, hang on, I'm trying to pull something up. Livingston Lions, not a high profile game, but a big game for the Livingston Lions, just right up the road here. They have Huffman this week. They are. Uh, Hosting Huffman, they're in the jungle in Livingston. Uh, it's a must-win for Livingston if they want if they want a shot at making the playoffs. They got to win two. Two's the ticket, right? We and we've talked about this district out of District Ten Four A Division One. Uh, Huffman's zero and five. Little Cypress, Mauriceville, two and three. Suffered a loss this last week against uh, Houston Spring Legacy. Houston Legacy. They lost to Houston Legacy last week. Uh, Livingston's 0-5, Lumberton 2-3, Splendor's 1-4, Viter's 3-2. And, and, and we kind of talked about Viter 
Vider LCM being the top two in the driver's seat, Lumberton possibly that three spot, but they did get their quarterback back over there in Lumberton. So kind of see what district does. Uh, Huffman and Li- Huffman on the road at Livingston, Little Cypress, Mauriceville, and Vider, big game right there uh, locally. Lumberton going to Splendora uh, and Splendora. And uh, so that kind of breaks that district up. I want to know who draws that district in round one. Ten, so it's going to be nine, four, Who did Lumberton eight. get last year, that first Chapel round? Chapel Hill. No, oh, that was like third Livingston had Chapel Hill That was the like first third round. or fourth round, wasn't it? Livingston had Chapel Hill in the first round. I did that game. Tyler Chapel Hill is ranked number one in state. Yeah, I did that game at Abe Martin last year. Okay. So uh, in the first round of the playoffs. So that's they go to that district up there. Yeah. Right. So we can pull them up real quick. That's the matchup that you want. Like, you want your first round to be like that. Yeah. I put too many L's in there. You know, another game that I didn't, it's kind of was under the radar that I just now looked at uh, Laporte at Port Arthur Memorial. That will be a big game. That will be a huge game. So, 9 4 A Division One. To get back on where Toby was, you got right. Kilgore, Lindale. They're both two and zero. Uh, Athens is one and one. Chapel Hill coming off uh, had a bye week. They're one and zero. Henderson zero and one. Jacksonville zero and two. And Palestine Wildcats zero and two. Palestine beat Livingston just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, right. Uh, in a non-district game, so uh, pre-district game. So you you look at that the. The four teams that are more or less in the driver's seat, Kilgore, Lindale, Athens, and Chapel so Hill. Tyler Chapel Hill is most likely going to win that. They're going to draw the number four team out of that district with Livingston. Yes. In round one. Yes. So. Point being made is. is Tyler Chapel Hill is going to roll. It's unfortunate. Some people draw some really tough round ones. And that's one of them. And then you get that district right there coming out, and you're like, yes, sir. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you. Uh, that that's gonna be tough. Gonna be interesting to watch, and, and I feel sorry for that four seed team. Is it really worth being a four seed team to go play Chapel <laughs> yeah. Hill? You get one more week of practice. Yeah, one more week. Get play your underclassmen, I guess. I, I mean, guess. and, and you're experience. looking at you're looking at one of three teams that are winless or more or less winless. Yeah. You got Splendor, Livingston, or Huffman. Yeah, and, and I don't feel like Huffman's going to be there. I think Livingston is going to be. So you think Livingston's going to draw Tyler Chapel Hill again? You know, I think so, and I think Livingston's going to take that four seed because uh, Livingston's a little th- is a lot healthier on the O and the D line. Uh, I feel like that that that's going to be a deciding factor against that Splendor football team. They right. got Splendor at home last game of the season. The downfall to the Livingston Lions is Chevy Peters is out hurt right now. I don't know when he's going to be back, and he's their like go to receiver. Right. Right, on the passing game. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Livingston Lions do. Jumping over in 9-4-A Division Two before we wrap this thing up, we've talked about Hampshire Finette. They got Westmore start game over there. And Wax Sports Live, go give them a like, give them a share, jump in on this Pick'ems. You may be late, but you won't be forgotten. I think I'm up to number nine in the Pick'ems over there. Oh. So uh, I, I had a bad week. I went two and four one week. So, Did you listen to what – did Trent give you advice? Trent gave me advice. Oh, that's, that's, that is baloney. That, that, you can't Trent do that. You should have ran that past me. Hey, that was the week that <laughs> – you just heard him. That was the week Trent did not make a pick 
He, oh. he conveniently forgot. He forgot to make them. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's like, I'd rather be, I'd rather be O and O than go two and four. Yeah. Like Craig's fixing to do. <laughs> That's exactly what he did. But out yeah, of my thought process, <laughs> out of District Nine Four A Division Two, yeah, Hampshire Finette and Silsby Tigers leading that district. Both of them perfect six and zero overall, two and zero in district. Silsby on a bye week this week. Uh, West Orange Stark and Hampshire Finette big yeah, game. They get out to of try that. to stop the the air yeah. air traffic. Yes. That's going to be. That would be good, though. That would be. That game's that, at Western You never know Star. what could happen on that one. That game's in hostile territory for Hampshire Finette. Yeah, you never know what could happen on that. I'll be watching that. Jasper Bridge City. That game is in Jasper. Uh, Harden Jefferson have Liberty. Now, that's going to be a fun game to watch. That may be worth throwing in the Pickums. Really? Liberty's 0 6. Why would hard, you want to put that in the Pickums? Because well, neither, one of those, pick. neither one of those games, teams have won a game. Oh, okay. So you're trying to go for see yeah, who wins. Okay. Yeah, give them guy a little, give them guys a little air time. You know who's going to win it. I'll tell you who I think is going to win. I've seen Liberty. I have not seen Harden Jefferson. I think Harden Jefferson. If it comes down to them kicking a field goal, I can tell you who's going to win. Liberty. Liberty all day long. Win that game. All yeah. day long. All day long. That we do know. Yes, that's for sure. Trent, what else you got? Uh, I think we touched on all the ones, the big games this week. A lot of teams on a bye this week. You know what we didn't touch on, and we got to finish the show out on this, right for this week. And, and I'm probably gonna have to throw this this game if 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 my memory serves me right. New Caney is going on the road to Moorhead Stadium in Conroe, Texas, Toby, to face Conroe. Well, we've talked lots about this, dude. We got me and you got a bag of peanuts bet on this. Game. Oh yeah, I got New Caney. So Craig's from New Caney, so he's yeah. obviously big on the New Caney Eagles. <laughs> so and uh, we're going to wrap it up with this game out of, so, yeah. out of District Thirteen Six A. Just know that I was Conroe favored in that game. He was. So I put it out there. So uh, we'll see how it goes. You got the Woodlands at Cleveland. The Woodlands four and zero. Four and Willis is four and zero. They're going to be at College Park. Uh, you got Oak Ridge. They got Conroe Grand Oaks. Man, Oak Ridge just had their way with Conroe last week. Conroe going to be on the road at New Caney. Caney Creek has got a bye week. So, uh, that's your rundown for District 13-6A. So, we're going to – Trent, we're going to see what Conroe can do against New Caney next, this week, Friday night. It's going to be it's going to be live. We'll see. So, just a bag of peanuts? You don't want to make it more Well, we got to make that. sure that all the players are healthy. No kids were lost yeah. in grades. Like, there's a lot that goes into yeah, this. Toby's, we can't just – Toby's, Craig come back and Conroe get beaten. Just that we to- got to know what happened. Toby's so we'll worried do about our it. research. He's sweating. He's sweating. We'll do our research. He just asked Case to bring him a sweat towel. Is what he did. He <laughs> he he signaled to Case, bring me in a towel. I need a Gatorade towel. So, but man, that's that's gonna be a wrap for this week. Great show, guys. Uh, appreciate y'all taking your time out and uh, coming in, sitting in the hot box here at Texas Podcast Media, and uh, getting this uh, getting this underway like to thank our sponsors randy's rubs it don't suck y'all <laughs> and then leap on over there to bullfrog bullfrog erosion and uh get them guys and bullfrog environmental bullfrog i said erosion. Environmental bullfrog environmental erosion control needs. yeah they'll take care of your erosion <laughs> control needs got some new commercials uh put up and uh going to be in here in the podcast but don't forget those guys and uh don't forget to give us a like, give us a share, and hit that subscribe button. If you like what I hear, like what you hear, 
Go to the 590 Sports page. Comment on there. Uh, you can email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com and or 590nhighschoolsports at gmail.com. Or you can even hit Trent up at anawaxsportslive at gmail.com. Uh, shoot them emails in. We love some fan feedback. And uh, other than the audio being kind of sketchy this week, uh, other than that, it's been a great show. So uh, appreciate y'all tuning in, staying faithful with us, and uh, we're going to get over 600 downloads as of uh, this week, I feel like. So especially when especially when people start hearing about that Tasso talk, the yeah. officials, I think it's going to spread. So, uh, man, for Trent Hart down there in Anahuac, Toby Tullis here in the hot box, I'm Craig Irwin. We'll see you at the game. Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com.